1: All right. Welcome sales hustlers to another episode. I got a special guest for you today. I've got Brandon Steiner, who is a podcast host, author, sales guru, and just all around sales badass. So we're going to jump in a little bit to his story and leave you with some tactical tips to up your sales game. Brandon, thanks so much for coming on the show today.
2: Well, you know, I love talking sales, love your platform, because, you know, it's not that everybody needs to learn every day, but you got to get reminded on a lot of stuff. And sometimes things slip away. It's very much like your basketball game. You know, it's like working out, you know, you got to work on all the different parts and sometimes you forget a couple of different aspects, particularly the fundamentals. So I love talking sales. I've been doing selling since I'm 10 years old. Mm. And I'm 60. So I got 50 years of selling, grinding, hustling, and I uh, love sharing the stories and hoping that it can ignite or hope somebody that's listening, make a sale.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And and I think it's, I mean, even I, uh, before we hopped on here, you were still hustling and grinding December 22nd, still, uh, still actively, you know, in there getting things done. So, I'm excited to jump in and and learn a little bit more about your story. Hold
2: on a second. I got to interrupt you. Yeah. Here's the thing. It doesn't matter about December 22nd. There's no such thing as a big game. There's no such thing as a big sale. Let's get that cleared up right now. Mm -hmm. Because if you start playing that way, you're playing small. Mm -hmm. You have to treat everything you decide, your intent and everything you decide to sell and work with, has to be played on the same level. You don't want to go to see your doctor. Well, you're not that, big. you know, you're 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 just. You want that doctor when he does surgery to treat you like it's the most important operation it's ever of all time, and that's why I treat every sale and every day. And when I'm not feeling that, I'm going to go home. I'm going to retire. But I get as excited about making a twenty-five dollar sale as a two million dollar sale, and I have the blessing to have made both. And the way you are able to make both is by Treating every sale like it's your first and it's your last. Mm. So I just give you a quick story. I got to jump into this quick story because I know you yeah. love storytelling. But I'm at spring training and I'm watching a spring training game. I'm waiting for Mariano Rivera after the game. We're supposed to meet up in the sixth inning. He comes down and sits next to me. I'm not gonna lie. That was exciting. And I'm sitting there watching the Yankees spring training game with Mariano next to me. It was cool because he had just pitched the fifth inning. So I said to him, I said, man, what are you doing? I, I thought we were meeting after the game. He goes, yeah, I pitched the fifth inning. I said, yeah, it was no big deal. just one inning spring training game. He goes, no. I pitched one, two, three, 11 pitches. I nailed them down. There is no such thing as spring training, regular season. When I get on that mound, I treat it just like it's game seven, ninth inning, game on the line. Mm-hmm. And that's how I'm able to – I always ask him, like, how do you deal with the pressure of closing a game in a World Series or a big game at the bottom of the night where the whole thing's on the line? And the way to address that is by treating every time you go on the mound with the same mindset, you don't have to adjust. So if you stay ready, you don't have to get ready. And I think that there's no such thing as a big game. When you play every inning, regardless of the score, the same way, you make every sales approach with the same level of intent, which is to serve and solve. You're not going to have to worry about something big coming your way because you'll be ready. I think it was a really valuable lesson. Like that was a spring training game, and he took that spring training game in the fifth inning as seriously as he did as a World Series game, because technically it's the same dynamic. You're on the mound, you got to throw strikes, you got to get the guy out. Right. It's just where you make it up in your head, and I think it's just so important that you. There's, there's really two main things about you know when I look at the underlying theme about selling, and that is there's no such thing as a big game. And you must have confidence in your ability, you must have faith in your strategy, and you have to have faith in God. And you think about those three things like, if you're not confident in your ability, you're going into a big sale. If you're not confident in your strategy, and if you don't believe that if you put out good and do good, that the good Lord or the higher power up there is going to take care of you, that's all you got to worry about. So, if you're if you strategize and you're doing all the right things and you know you have the ability to execute and deliver what you say you're gonna deliver, and you believe in a higher power that the right thing is gonna happen when you do the right thing, that's a great strategy, that's a great approach, along with don't don't start, you know, basically assuming what's a big sale, small sale. Oh, I got a big meeting. Oh, I got a big game. Oh, I have a big sales call. No, every sales call is big. I would treat this, this call I'm having with you right now just like with 60 minutes, just like it was some AM radio station, whatever. The level mm. of focus and sensei does not waver with me. And I urge any of you out there that are listening is stop, you know, deciding about what level you want to demonstrate of your focus and concentration into a sale. If you're going to be a professional sales hustler, then be a pro, and that means that every pitch, that means that every contact, every relationship is dealt with the highest level.
1: Mm, the right. same. There's there's so many good nuggets <laughs> in there, sales hustlers. I, I don't even know where to start. Um, but lo- here's a couple things, right? So a lot of what I hear you're saying, Brandon, is like a lot of it is your mindset. Your mindset, having that confidence in your strategy, having that confidence and treating every relationship, every transaction. You know, I like to tell the people that I work with, regardless of the outcome, whether they do business with you, they don't do business with you, they do business and at some point stop doing business with you, your goal, your job is to make sure that they have a good experience. Um, I
2: think that's true. I think that's 100% sure. I mean, you have to be in it for the long haul. And because somebody stops doing business, how many people do you stop doing business with and you stop communicating? If I have a relationship with you, I'm going to stick with you, whether you, you can do business with me or not, because I like you. And today you're here, tomorrow you're there. Mm-hmm. You've got to, be- again, that's the faith. You know, you believe that if I have a relationship with a really smart, good person, will lead you to other things. Maybe I can't do business with you right now because your company, your product mix has changed, but it doesn't mean that tomorrow you're not on the phone with someone else saying, I got a great guy to call. I just can't believe how many people are out there in the world that are working for me, that aren't on my payroll, that I only mm. talk to every now and then because I, I'll do. it's never the wrong time to do the right thing. It's never, never, ever too late to do a little more than what's expected. It's never too late to go through your contacts and check in with people, even though you know damn well you're not going to make a sale. That's where I think people come up small and short is that you can check in with people even though you know there's not a sale because they're a good person. You know they're in the mix. And it's a matter of time till they come back into the mix doing some business with you or recommending somebody to do some business with you. Right. So what's your reputation? And Mm. what's your, you know, what's your flock look like? Who are the people that you are connected to whether it's six degrees, 12 degrees, 18 degrees, and are you working all those people to make sure that you're being authentic and checking in, helping them when it's not convenient and stuff like that. I, I'm a big believer of being a solution-based salesperson. So to fill yourself, you got to forget yourself. You can't be working every day trying to figure out how you can make a number. You got to be working every day trying to figure out how you can solve somebody's problem and how you can serve somebody and how you can help somebody. I'm never getting rid of somebody that's here to help me solve my problems. And everybody's got them. I don't care how big an account, how small an account. You have to figure out value. And you have to figure out how you could be a solver. Now, value is what you could do for someone that they can't do for themselves. So I may be able to help you in a way that has nothing to do with a line item or a sale. But if I can create value, if I could do something for you, if I can find out a problem you have and help you solve it, a friend of mine or through a donation or through something that I know that you didn't know. Mm -hmm. That's how you build relationships off of that kind of platform and then sales will follow. So first thing you want to do is find out as much, it's not who you know, what you know, but what you know about who. Find out, instead of trying to find a new customer, get to know the existing customer you have. Get to know the people you already know a little better. Mm -hmm. Most people don't know much about the people that they actually count on to do business with. What I recommend at the beginning of a year like this, take a step back and get to know the people that you think you know a little better, because Mm -hmm. the most important thing is waking up in the morning and doing the most important thing for the most important people. So first, in order to do that, get to know the most important people so that you can do the most important things for the most important people Mm -hmm. and be a problem solver. As you get to know them, you see the problems that they're facing. You see some of the adversity that they're dealing with and see how you can help them and be a solution-based salesperson by serving and solving, even if it doesn't benefit you because being a professional top hustler isn't convenient. It's not. No. If you want convenience, then, you know, go work in a 7-Eleven. And it's a good gig. I have nothing against that. But you're not going to be a sales hustler if you're looking for convenience. Sales are tough.
1: Yeah. Keeping up yeah. with people's hard. And And, you know – Buyers expect a lot these days in these relationships. You know, you can't treat these people so like a transaction, you know, they want to know what's in it for them. How can you help them? Are you really truly trying to add value and solve problems or can they smell your commission breath from a mile away? right? And something that you said really stuck out to me. And, and I want to ask you a question about it. You said you treat every transaction or relationship the same, right? So you get as excited about a $25 sale as a $2 million sale. Can you elaborate on that a little bit? And how do you how do you keep that sort of mindset where you can treat those same scenarios the same, which has obviously been a huge contributor to your success?
2: I think, you know, I, I, I try to use the example of like, you go in and, and, well, first of all, you don't want to be a 99 percenter, you know, doing the best I can. I'm like, Oh God, mm-hmm. no, do everything you can. And, and, then, more. Some. <laughs> yeah. and then some, number yeah. one, you don't want to go in and have an operation done on you. And the doctor's done 99 things, but left the scalpel in your lung. Mm-hmm. Not that successful. So if you want to be a consummate pro, I'd always say when I'm with my kid at a game, the Yankees were winning one day, like 13 to two. It was the eighth inning. My son's like, Dad, let's go home. I'm like, no. Now we're going to go see who's playing the game. Now I want to see who's going to grind out a hit, even though they're up by 11 runs, instead of wanting to go home in the bottom of the eighth. And I always say, you know, play the game, not the score. And the way you, to answer your question is, I don't worry about how much money I'm making. I worry about the progress that I'm making with people and the progress I'm making on my process. I call it POP. You have to pop. You must progress on your process. You must progress on people. You gotta be constantly growing your relationships and getting them better or they're probably gonna be getting worse or you're leaving the door open for someone else to get in. And even though you may not see any opportunity to grow your business because maybe you've hit a wall, you never know when somebody is gonna come up with another idea where you can fit in. So you must be looking at your process and thinking about how do I get better? How do I get smarter? How do I learn more about your company? And I think that's underestimated a lot of times with the sales hustler is that, yes, it's about being aggressive. Yeah, it's about dialing, sending out emails, but doing the research, digging in again, not who you know, what you know, but what you know about who, digging in and finding out more about, you know, people won't always give up that information. So now because we're doing Zooms, I see, you know, you're, you got a beard, maybe, you know, you got glasses, you just learn more about people. And it's your job to be an investigator, as to be a salesperson. So the progress on your process is learn more about the people you're doing business with, learn more about the companies, and what they're doing, what's going on outside of what you're doing, Mm. so you can think and be diligent about the processes that are going on there and how you can improve on them for them. Yeah. So I always say, pop. You know, pop is so important. Progress on people, progress on processes. Like, stop just worrying about progress on your number from month to month.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I'm, I'm a big fan. So, you know, getting to know the people you're doing business with, getting to know them deeper, finding out what makes them tick, what's important, what keeps them up at night. Those are all great things. I'm also a big fan of collecting feedback or getting to know more about the people that didn't do business with you. So you can improve that process as well. Um, Tell me, I mean, I'd imagine you have quite the network, right? So how do you constantly maintain, manage, and add value to to those people in your network and the business relationships that you have?
2: Honestly, it's a lot of work. I mean, yeah. when I go on an airplane or when I sit down and I'm dumbing myself down by watching all these games, because people say, you know, I have no time. I'm stressed. I'm like, please. First of all, we're meant to be human beings, I mean, if you realize what we can do, that's the first thing is like, if you've already, if you've already compromised yourself to, oh, you know how busy I am, you know how stressed I am, you know how much I've got to do. If you don't leave room for, the, for more to be done, then you will never do more. Mm. If you're too busy, to, to, if you're too busy and there's no room to get busier, then you wonder why you're not growing and going.
1: Yeah, the so people that are really busy don't have time to tell you how busy they are.
2: <laughs> no, no, I, I'm, I'm really busy. But you know, so I'm looking to get busier, I'll, and I'm going to figure it out. But to answer your question, there is a strategy to that. There's two parts. One, my first 90 seconds in the morning, I'm thinking about who's important, what's important. And I'm putting my MVP list together, my most valuable priorities. So you're never going to have a successful day if you get off on the wrong foot. So you got to think about what's the most important thing before you do anything and who's most important. And you don't want to miss the important stuff. If you're going to get a lot of shit done, make sure you get the most important, really, really vital stuff done. And don't go through a day getting caught up with all the other stuff. And I think a lot of times people get confused and they're busy, but, you know, that activity is not really the achievement they, they want. And then the other thing is you got to have a not-to-do list, the people that are going to suck mm-hmm. all the bad just tons of energy, suck you in every way they can. Before you know you spend three hours on, on an account that's never gonna pay you, never be happy with your services. So you do need to look at the quality of your accounts, the quality of who you're doing business with. You need to create a not to do list, the people that are gonna take advantage of your time, get you off track, and all of a sudden, before you know it, you haven't been that productive. One of the things I notice a lot in sales, is you wake up in the morning, you can't believe how much shit you gotta do. You're killing yourself all day, then you go to bed, and you're realizing all the stuff you didn't do, like, that's not progressive. That's not – that doesn't feel good. So you Mm got to be careful not to fall in that trap. And the way you avoid it is by focusing on the first 90 seconds, because it will dictate the other 23 hours, 58 minutes, and 30 seconds. You must focus in on those 90 seconds to make sure you're very clear about what's important. And it doesn't have to be all business, because if you haven't done something for your wife or your husband or your kid or, or a really close friend,
1: mm-hmm. that's
2: going to weigh you down, too, and take your mindset off in the wrong direction. So your focus at the beginning of the day is critical. Uh, I, I can't emphasize it enough. And then the second thing is when you're sitting there in front of the TV and you got that remote and you're sitting there watching hours of TV, but yet you tell me you have no time. Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying that everybody's in that circumstance, but a lot of us spend a lot too much, especially if you want to be a real hustler, if you really want to grind and get to another level, you got to start thinking about some of your downtime and compromising, sitting there watching a football game for four hours, which basically in three years, now you're not even going to remember you watched. And that's when I go through my social media. That's when I go through my contacts. When I get on an airplane, I go through my contacts and I may hit four or 500 people. In one flight across country or a two-hour flight, I may hit 100 or 200 people with a quick text, a quick message. So I'm constantly manicuring my contact list, going through people I haven't heard from in a while. I once a week go through my texts for three months. I look through all my texts of people I've texted to in the last three months to see who maybe has fallen off the track, who I need to follow up with. Because those are people I'm talking to more regularly probably. Mm-hmm. I go on social media every day at least for an hour to check my messages, see yeah. what people are posting and everything else. You gotta schedule that. You can't hope it's gonna happen. Yeah, you can't pray it's gonna happen. Like you gotta schedule these things. So, you know, these are things that, that are very time consuming, and it's not easy when you look at all the different ways. I always say all communication is not equal. So you got texting, you got phone, you got emails, you got messages. People are still faxing me, they're mailing me. Yeah. You know, I mean, you know, there's there's all these different tactics to, to communicate with someone, and you got to take them all seriously. So you got to schedule your time for communication. And what I try to do on the weekends is go through all my communication. I'm looking through emails for the week. I'm going through my checks for the last maybe two or three weeks, and I'm constantly following up. I was just telling a young man today in my office that the fortune is in the follow-up. Yeah. If you want to get to an extraordinary level get into becoming a serious follow-upper because that's what moves clients. You talk about the hustle, but there's nothing like somebody who follows up, especially when it's not even convenient and especially it doesn't even benefit you if you're following up. When you call me and ask me for a favor, I'm following up with you to do you the favor like I was doing if I was asking you for the favor. Are yeah. you that kind of person? Like, you've got to be a follow-up. Do you get that order? Is everything the way you wanted it? Just making sure. Want to make sure you're good. You know a few people do that? How many restaurants I go to and I'm having dinner and the waiter doesn't come over to really see authentically how my meal was.
1: Mm.
2: And she's 10 feet away. That's somebody who's leading to mediocrity and they probably make 10 to 15% in tips instead of 15 to 20. Maybe not a big deal, but to me, that's a big deal because you're just going to wait tables. You're going to serve people food. You might as well do it on the highest level. And that's what I'm saying to all of you. If you want to be a grinder and a hustler on the highest level, be a follow-up person. Not be afraid, no matter what time it is. Whether it's Sunday morning at six in the morning, whenever it is, be a person who's going to double-check to make sure everything you promised comes came through, and to make sure that person you're dealing with is okay. Yeah, I got a little rant there. Sorry about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, no, I'm it's great. crazy about this t- stuff, man. T-
1: I, I, I love, I love that. So the fortune is in the follow-up, and this is so true, uh, Brandon. I thought I'm glad you brought this up, and and also following up. Don't be scared to follow up on multiple channels, you know, hit them with a combo, email,
2: LinkedIn, DM, text message, you know, every. E- I, send, I send at least 25 to 30 messages a week. Just checking on people to see if they're okay. Not asking for anything. Hey, I know the virus going on. I know things will create you. Okay. Just checking in on you. Mm. Mm. I send at least. You know, I try. You know, send you know, send a little goodie package to some of us. I know, you know, getting out some you know, getting something special, some donuts, some cake, some cookies, something. Sending out some stuff every month. Just thinking about you, worried. I know you're stuck. I know you. You know, especially now where parenting is so hard. Your kids are home a lot. You're now home more than you've ever been. You know, things that are upside down. So yeah. Anything you can do to add a positive touch, even if it's like a, a funny joke or a quick little checking in, matters.
1: Yeah. It makes the small details make the biggest difference, right? Because I mean, especially when you're checking in, you're following up, you're reaching out, you're adding value and not even asking for anything. Those people are the type of people that people want to do business with. That want to refer business to.
2: Stop sizing up about what you think you can do and can't do and how much you can do. And I live by this mantra. This is the, the bottom line. If you forget everything I've said so far, remember this. Do as much as you can for as many people as you can, as often as you can, and expect nothing back.
1: Boom. Boom. I think, I think that's a good note to close it out. I, you know, if sales hustlers, if you're listening, if you missed everything Brandon said, write that down, put it on a post-it, paint it on your wall, tattoo it on your arm, whatever you got to do. I, I, I absolutely love that. Brandon, tell tell folks where they can connect with you, where they can follow you, where they can learn more about the things you're working on.
2: Well, first of all, if you're a real sales hustler, you got to have balls. This is my mother's favorite line. And I'm giving away this book free on collectible exchange or cxstuff.com. This is not a sports book, but this is a book about not what to do, but how I figured out how to make a lot of money. I have three books, and any one of the three is free on my site. You know, I'm a big LinkedIn guy. I think LinkedIn is just amazing. So mm-hmm. I'm over my limit, but definitely follow me on LinkedIn. And you can go to brandonstiner.com. It's where all of my books and speaking and all that stuff. All that money goes to charity. So I'm, I'm blessed when I go and speak or do Zoom sales conferences. The money goes to a good cause every time. And uh, you know something? I love this platform. Good for you for putting it on and doing it because we all need to be reminded. Because I think selling is sometimes a lot more complicated. And, and, and it's important. I think you know it's, it's one of the driving forces to almost every business. So I think it's important to talk about it. So thanks yeah. for having me. I really appreciate it.
1: No, thanks for coming on and just bringing total fire. So tons of nuggets in there. We'll create some short clips for everybody. We'll drop all those links that Brandon mentioned in the show notes. And uh, thanks for tuning in. If you're listening to the podcast, please share with your friends, subscribe, write us a review, and we're listening for your feedback.
0: Thank you for tuning in to this episode of Sales Hustle. Are you a sales professional looking to take your sales career to the next level? If the answer is yes, then I want you to go over to salescast.co. Check us out. And if you feel that you are ready, set up a time to talk with me and my co-founder, Chris. I'm your host, Colin Mitchell. And if you enjoyed this episode, feel free to leave us a review and share the podcast with your friends.